The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. The design of the Paris 2024 Olympic and Paralympic torch has been unveiled. Tony Estanguet, president of Paris 2024, said that following the logic of building bridges between the Olympic and Paralympic Games, the latter already shares the same emblem and mascot as the former. So Paris 2024 also adopts a single torch design. The torch, measuring 70 centimeters, is made with lightweight radiant steel and is distinguished by its champagne color. The lower half features a relief pattern that mimics the movement of the River Seine, along which the opening ceremony will be held, with more than half a million spectators expected. Matthew Lehaneur, the designer of the torch, revealed that he drew inspiration from three Paris 2024 symbols, namely equality, water, and peacefulness. He stated, for Paris 2024, and for the first time in its history, it plays on perfect symmetry, speaking more clearly to everyone about equality. From the bid through to the organizing of the Games today, equality is a driving force behind the Paris 2024 project. This includes putting the same ambition into organizing the Paralympic Games as the Olympic Games. The commitment to parity is also evident in the strong representation of women, with as many women as men participating in the competitions, a first in the history of the Games. The designer added that the torch's design symbolizes water with wave-like relief and vibration effects. Peacefulness is represented by the gentleness of the curves. The torch will be lit by the rays of the sun in Olympia, Greece, on April 16, 2024, following ancient tradition. The Olympic flame will then be carried to Marseille, France, on May 8, crossing the Mediterranean Sea, before embarking on a journey through 64 French territories, including five overseas territories. The journey will be undertaken by 10,000 torchbearers, who will visit some of the most iconic and historic places in the host country. The Paris 2024 torch is manufactured by ArcelorMittal, an official partner of Paris 2024. ArcelorMittal will produce 2,000 torches five times fewer 
than in previous editions of the games in order to reduce the impact of production. The Paris Olympic Games are scheduled to take place from July the 26th to August the 11th, 2024, while the Paralympic Games are planned from August the 28th to September the 8th. This is Special English. China's first domestically built large cruise ship, the Adora Magic City, has completed its first sea trial and returned to its home port in Shanghai. That is according to the China State Shipbuilding Corporation. During the eight-day trial, engineers tested 60 functions. Verifying the performance of the ship's systems, including power, propulsion, and control, as well as the vessel's convenience and comfort for passengers, engineers will continue to fine-tune the Adora Magic City, and the interior decoration will be finished. Chen Gang, chief designer of the Adora, noted. That if everything goes well, the floating luxury hotel will be delivered at the end of this year. The second sea trial is due to be carried out before October. The construction of the country's second domestically produced large cruise ship began last August. You're listening to Special English. The trading of wild edible fungi has entered its peak season in southwest China's Yunnan province. Such beloved seasonal delicacies entice countless foodies every year. Yunnan, dubbed the Kingdom of Wild Fungi in China, breeds about 900 varieties of edible wild mushrooms. Accounting for over 90% of the national total, this abundant diversity can be attributed to the region's complex topography and vast expanses of forests. With the arrival of the monsoon season, wild mushrooms have been springing up across the province in large quantities. At the most famous Shui Muhua Wild Mushroom Trade Market in Kunming, the provincial capital, more than 260 varieties of wild mushrooms are on offer, and since July, an average of 300 tons of wild edible mushrooms are traded every day. Cheng Ailei, general manager of the market. Said that due to the relatively dry climate this year, the peak of the wild mushroom harvest season was delayed by about twenty days, compared with last year, while the price is almost thirty percent higher. Chung noted that the annual transaction volume of the market exceeded seven billion yuan. Over nine hundred and eighty million U.S. dollars, 
for five consecutive years, from 2017 to 2021, making it the largest wild edible fungi trade market in China at present. Hai Shaolei has been engaged in fungi trading for over two decades and mainly sells high-quality Matsutake, which is sold from 1,500 to 2,300 yuan per kilogram this year. In recent years, this local delicacy has become a popular signature food in Yunnan and even attracts hardcore fans overseas. Hai's clients include some foreign purchasers from Japan and the United States. Hai said some of his clients place orders online after visiting his booth. You're listening to Special English. China Eastern Airlines has launched a direct flight route between Singapore and Beijing Daxing International Airport. The new route operates one direct flight daily, connecting Beijing Daxing International Airport and Singapore Changi Airport, providing passengers with more convenient air travel options. Wu Qiwei, general manager of China Eastern Airlines Singapore branch, said that since the beginning of this year, the number of flights between Singapore and China has rapidly recovered, increasing from 160 flights to nearly 1,200 flights per month, a growth of 6.5 times from January to July. Wu added that the number of flight routes also rose from 12 to 23 within six months. The newly added route between Singapore and Beijing Daxing Airport is the 24th. This is Special English. Twenty-five hundred years ago, an old man rode on his buffalo and headed west of China. Before he vanished into the wild, he left behind a book of 5,000 words, which for the next two and a half millennia would have shaped the Chinese way of thinking. Subscribe to the sayings of Lao Tzu and find out why generals with wisdom yield after winning the ultimate battle and how staying behind just might help you get ahead of others. The Sayings of Lao Tzu is available on all major podcast platforms. You're listening to Special English. China has launched a three-year campaign targeting foreign species to protect the country's ecosystem. The General Administration of Customs said in a notice that the campaign aims to crack down upon the introduction, handling, delivery and smuggling of these species. During the first half of this year, customs officials found more than 1,400 live animals and plants 
while conducting inspections of inbound deliveries and travellers. The administration said that, with the rapid development of international trade and frequent people-to-people exchanges, there are increasingly more ways for foreign species to be brought into the country. Customs officials in Fuzhou, in southeast China's Fujian province, recently came across 24 Indian jumping ants while inspecting imported goods. They were found in a test tube with cotton and nutrients. This kind of ant has long mandibles, which can cause severe pain to humans. And in Jinling, in East China's Jiangsu province, customs officials found some 380 harvester ants in inbound deliveries. They are typically found in Mediterranean regions and are known to have large foraging areas. Foreign species have also been discovered among travellers who attempted to carry them into China. Li Chunding, a professor at China Agricultural University, said that with no natural predators, foreign species could pose negative impacts on the nation's agricultural production and the overall ecology. Some may be toxic, while others may be exceptional breeders or be very destructive. So efforts are needed to address their presence at the source. Zhang Jingshuo, deputy head of the National Zoological Museum of China, said some of these species may carry viruses, bacteria or fungi. The administration said that customs officials will improve the nation's inspection system at ports by using more advanced technology and smart equipment and conducting more risk analysis. You're listening to Special English. China, one of the world's major producers and users of batteries, has been facing a huge rise in the decommissioning of batteries in recent years and has responded to the challenge with large-scale recycling efforts. China's Ministry of Industry and Information Technology said the country has built more than 10,000 battery recycling outlets. In the first five months of this year, some 115,000 tonnes of batteries were recycled, exceeding the total amount for last year. However, the nation's recycling capacity lags behind market demand. According to CCID Consulting, which falls under the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology. The decommissioning of batteries in China has increased considerably since 2021. Around 277,000 tonnes of batteries 
were decommissioned in 2022. The number is expected to reach 1 million tonnes per year after 2025. One key solution lies in recycling technology and its application within the industry. A research team from the Qinghai Institute of Salt Lakes under the Chinese Academy of Sciences has invented a new way to recover more than 90% of lithium from decommissioned lithium-ion batteries, the main type of battery in use. It applied membrane separation technology to extract lithium by acid leaching, with the purity of the recovered lithium carbonate reaching almost 99.7%, which has a high commercial value. The recovery rate of lithium in the whole process also reached over 92%. The new technology uses a physical separation process to reduce the use of chemical reagents, thus minimizing pollution and avoiding secondary pollution to the environment during the recycling process. Wang Min, the team leader, said the electrolytes and solvents of waste lithium-ion batteries contain organic solvents, especially fluorine, heavy metals, and other harmful substances. If improperly disposed of, they can harm both the environment and human beings. Government departments have put forward policies to guide recycling companies in upgrading their technology. The Ministry of Industry and Information Technology and other relevant departments have issued national standards for batteries, such as the specifications and sizes, disassembly procedures, as well as residual energy detection. A tracing and monitoring mechanism has been established for the whole life cycle of batteries. Shin Gorbin said that battery recycling is of great significance for stabilizing the supply of resources, protecting the environment, as well as realizing healthy and sustainable industrial development. You're listening to Special English. A batch of high-definition images of more than 300 oracle bones and rubbings from the collection of China's Palace Museum has been released. The images were the first batch released on a digital platform for ancient Chinese writings. They were made public at a forum on digital culture and tourism during the 2023 China Internet Civilization Conference, which was held in July in East China's Fujian province. According to the museum, the platform is dedicated to the protection of ancient writing materials and related research by utilizing digital technology. It added 
that a larger quantity and wider variety of such digital resources will be published in the future. The Palace Museum houses a collection of more than 21,000 oracle bones from the 3,300-year-old Yin Ruins, a historical site in central China's Henan province. This is Special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. The design of the Paris 2024 Olympic and Paralympic torch has been unveiled. Tony Estanguet, president of Paris 2024, said that following the logic of building bridges between the Olympic and Paralympic Games, the latter already shares the same emblem and mascot as the former, so Paris 2024 also adopts a single torch design. The torch, measuring 70 centimetres, is made of lightweight radiant steel and is distinguished by its champagne colour. The lower half features a relief pattern that mimics the movement of the River Seine, along which the opening ceremony will be held, with more than half a million spectators expected. Matthew Le Hanneur, the designer of the torch, revealed that he drew inspiration from three Paris 2024 symbols, namely equality, water and peacefulness. He stated, For Paris 2024, and for the first time in its history, it plays on perfect symmetry, speaking more clearly to everyone about equality. From the bid through to the organising of the Games today, equality is a driving force behind the Paris 2024 project. This includes putting the same ambition into organising the Paralympic Games as the Olympic Games. The commitment to parity is also evident in the strong representation of women, with as many women as men participating in the competition, a first in the history of the Games. The designer added that the torch's design symbolises water with wave-like relief and vibration effects. Peacefulness is represented by the gentleness of the curves. The torch will be lit by the rays of the sun in Olympia, Greece on April 16, 2024, following ancient tradition. The Olympic flame will then be carried to Marseille, France on May 8, crossing the Mediterranean Sea before embarking on a journey through 64 French territories, including five overseas territories. The journey will be undertaken by 10,000 torchbearers who will visit some of the most iconic and historic places in the host country. The Paris 2024 torch is manufactured by ArcelorMittal, an official partner of Paris 2024. ArcelorMittal will produce 2,000 torches, five times fewer than in previous editions of the Games, in order to reduce the impact of production. The Paris Olympic Games are scheduled to take place from July 26 to August 11, 2024, while the Paralympic Games are planned from August 28 to September 8. That is the end of today's programme. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.
all enter this world with a universal greeting. We then learn to speak. Though our languages, cultures and traditions may differ, we still share one thing in common. We have hope for humanity and the world. General Railway Company Deutsche Director of the International Monetary Foundation. Hear the difference with CGTN Radio. Join our global network to connect with the world. CGTN Radio. Hear the difference.